Welcome to Technology Tap. I'm Professor J. Rod. In this episode, we'll go over back by popular demand, eight plus questions. We'll also talk about the new Security Plus exam and other stuff. Let's get to it. So back by popular demand, this is one of the topics that is becomes very popular on this podcast, is going over A-plus questions. But before we get that, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. So as you know, TestOut and CompTIA merged early in the year, but so far we haven't seen anything that's out there as far as them changing the product. Uh, you know, or changing, let's say, uh, comp with that cert master that they use. Again, I'm not a big fan of test out to help you prepare for these exams because honestly, I don't think they do. Um, that's just my opinion. I think if you getting into computers, test out is the way to go, but test out will not help you pass the A plus certification. Now, if if anybody can prove me wrong, hit me up. Let me know if I'm wrong. But I've taught with test out, and I find it does not help with the A plus exam. The questions are too easy. You walk into that testing center overconfident by just using test out, and then you're gonna walk out and say, "Hey, how come I didn't pass?" So I'm not a good. But we'll see what happens. Certmaster is pretty good, but Certmaster is expensive, super expensive. For those of you who use Certmaster, uh, it's a product by CompTIA, but it's 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 expensive. Uh, that's why we do stuff like this, right? These podcasts. Uh, also, the Security Plus exam, a new exam, is coming out seven oh one. It's coming out in November. For those of you who were still studying for the exam, now that does not mean that you can't not take the six. The six and the seven will run parallel for six months. So those of you who've taken a Security Plus class, get to studying, right? Because you have up to probably May, April, May to finish of 2024 and, and get your certification. So um, as far as me, I'm, I'm thinking about taking Pen Plus. What do you guys think? Should that be the next one I take? So last year I took Cloud Plus, CYS, A Plus, and then I have A Plus, Network Plus, Security Plus, and Fundamentals. So let me know what you think. Should uh, Pen Plus be next or should I take another one? 
Also, it's a possibility, guys, that I have a prototype made of a shirt that I might use as giveaways. But let me work on it. And uh, I got a prototype. I might post it to my website. We'll see. And you guys let me know if you like it. But that's probably be next month that I'll do it. All right, let's get on with the questions. As always, you can follow along at my site, professorjrod.com. I'll put the link in the show notes. That way you can follow along with the questions. This is the uh, part three of doing this. And these seem to be one of our most popular podcasts. Once I, I do questions and answers on on uh, A+, it just the downloads sky skyrocket and this is i think more 1102 than 1101 so let's get to it first question a customer is experiencing issues with the email and calls to help desk the technician determines it would help clarify the issue if the customer agrees to share their desktop prior to establishing a remote desktop Assistance connection with a customer, a technician should ask the customer to what? A, close any items of personal nature. B, reboot the computer and log back in. C, capture a screenshot of the error message. And D, take steps to reproduce the error. I'll repeat it again. A customer is experiencing issue with emails and calls the help desk. The technician determines it would help clarify the issue if the customer agrees to share their desktop. Prior to establishing a remote desktop assistance connection with a customer, a technician should ask the customer to what? A, close any items of personal nature. B, reboot the computer and log back in. C, capture a screenshot of the error message. And D, take steps to reproduce the error. Well, uh, let's see. There, the, the one that we can get rid of right away is reboot the computer and log back in. That one, I mean, we don't need to do that before he established a, a, a connection, right? And it seems like a computer, a customer's experience issue with email and calls the help desk, right? I mean, you may want to uh, take steps to reproduce the error, but you, you want to see it. That's not what you're going to do before establishing a remote desktop connection. Right, so you may look at this. Yeah, why can't you take steps to reproduce the error? You really, you kind of want that, or capture a screenshot of the error message. Again, that's another good, good thing to do. But they're asking prior to establishing a remote desktop connection. So the answer is A. Close any items of a personal nature. Right. When you again, when you're in tech, you're gonna see things that you're really not supposed to see or of confidential nature. And, you know, this is why you want them to do this, right? And you don't want them giving you their password because three weeks later something might happen and they'll turn around and say, oh, but I gave this guy or this lady my password, right? Knowing that you're not supposed to have it, so... So the answer is A, close any items of a personal nature. All right, next, question two. A technician is attempting to manually migrate a user's profile from one Windows PC to another. 
files in the user My Documents folder cannot be copied. Some files in question have green letters in the file name. Which of the following file systems is causing this to occur? XFAT, compressed EFS, or NTFS? So, I'll read it again. A technician is attempting to manually migrate a user's profile from Windows PC to another. Files in the user's folder cannot be copied. Some files in questions have a green letters in the file name. Which of the following file systems is causing this? A, XFAT, uh, B, compressed, C, EFS, or D, NTFS. So, which one can you eliminate right away? Right away you can eliminate. The answer is compressed. Right? Compressed can be eliminated right away. Um, the one thing that you got to worry, because, again, sometimes the questions, they, the way they write it in CompTIA, you know, being a, a, a college professor, I, I wouldn't write it in this manner. I think the way they write it is, obviously, it is some intent to throw you off. And I think this question, they kind of do with the word filings of file system, right? Because you're going to think about, you know, XFAT, FAT32, NTFS, right? But which, what is the mechanism in Windows that gives you the ability to do encryption? Because that's where you're going to get the green letters in the file name, right? Which is means that it's encrypted. And the only one of these is EFS, encryption filing systems. But it's not really a filing system like we think, like XFAT, NTFS, FAT32, stuff like that. But the answer is C, encryption filing system. It's not XFAT, it's not NTFS. So, but if you look at that word file systems, the key, the key word is here is green letters in the file name. That's how you get your answer, right? Green letter in the file names equals uh, that it's, it's EFS. But throwing that file systems in there I can see why anybody would choose NTFS and think it's right. All right, next. Uh, question three, a customer calls the help desk to report an issue. The customer suggests that the problem is hardware related, but the technician knows from the description that this is not the case. Which of the following is the best course of action for the technician? A, follow the customer's prescribed course of action. 
B, convince the customers to take a better course of action to resolve the problem. C, explain the customer's prescribed course of action is incorrect. Or D, acknowledge the customer's input, but follow another course of action. Again, this is a tough one. A customer calls the help desk to report an issue. The customer suggests that the problem is hardware related, but the technician knows from the description that this is not the case. Which of the following is the best course of action for the technician? Remember, people are always, you're always going to get people who are quote unquote computer experts, right? So you got to, you know, have that balance. A, follow the customer's prescribed course of action. B, convince the customer to take a better course of action to resolve the problem. C, explain why the customer's course of action is incorrect. Or D, acknowledge the customer's input, but follow another course of actions. Right? So, what do you think the answer is? The answer is D. You acknowledge the customer's input, but follow another course of actions. You let them talk and you explain to them, right? And, but you, in the end, you tell them, you know, that, you know, this is, this is, this is what you think is wrong, right? So, and you're going to get it. You're going to get a lot of customers that are like that. So, um, you know, don't, this is something that you have to get used to. All right. Question four, while navigating a Windows machine through command prompt, which of the following commands would a technician use to display the contents of the current directory? So this is just, uh, you know, using command line so this is definitely uh this is definitely 11 1102 right uh so let's go uh again again while navigating a windows machine through command prompt which of the following commands will the technician use to display the contents of the current folder a cd B, D, I, R, C, M, D, or D, R, D, right? So let's go over those commands. CD equals what? CD equals change directory, right? Uh, D, I, R, R means directory, right? M, D means uh, make directory. And RD means remove directory, right? Again, while navigating a, a Windows machine through command prompt, which of the following commands will the technician use to display the contents of the current server? All right, I'll give you a minute to think about it and let me know the answer. And the answer is, this is an easy one is dir dir all right directory 
All right. All right. Next. Number five, which of the following security threats happens when one person enters a secure area with an authorized person? And it is A, tailgating, B, shoulder surfing, C, spoofing, or B, fishing. Which of the following security threats happens? When one person enters a secure area with an unauthorized person. A, tailgating, B, shoulder surfing, C, spoofing, and D, fishing. Which ones do you think it is? Right? And the answer is, well, let's go over it. Phishing is a form of social engineering scamming, right? So that's not it. Spoofing, again, it falls into that category. Um, shoulder surfing, we know what that is, looking over somebody's shoulder, right? And tailgating is letting somebody in, right? Letting somebody in through a secure area with an unauthorized person. So the answer is A, tailgating. Tailgating is the answer. All right, next one. Which of the following features is being used when a smartphone is used to purchase a product at a retail uh, Costco's? Uh, which of the following features is being used when a smartphone is used to purchase product at a retail? Uh, it's not caucus. Uh, it's uh, a retail place, right? A, NFC. B, virtual assistant. C, is retail kiosk, right? A, NFC. B, virtual assistant. C, SDK, and D, Bluetooth. Which of the following features is being used when a smartphone is used to purchase a product at a retail kiosk? A, NFC, B, virtual assistant, C, CDK, and D, Bluetooth. I'll give you a couple of seconds. And the answer is NFC, right? When you're purchasing something through a retail and you're using your phone, that is um, you as NFC, right? When you're going to, you know, let's say Dunkin' Donuts and you pay, right? And you're paying through through the phone, that's that is uh, NFC, using NFC. So uh, the RET, what are the other two? Well, the other three? Uh, virtual assistant, of course, you're not paying through Siri, right? Um, 
SDK software developers kit, obviously that's not the case, right? And D, Bluetooth, um, you can't really pay anything for Bluetooth, right? So, all right, last one, last but certainly not the least is question seven. A user's smartphone runs very slow at the end of the day. Many of the users, I'm sorry, when the user restarts the phone in the morning, it runs at its normal speed. Which of the following should be done throughout the day to best resolve the issue? A, reset, reset to the, uh, reset the smartphone to factory default. B, uninstalled any unused app. C, close all, all running apps. And D, charge the smartphone. A user's smartphone runs very slow. At, at the end of the day, when the user restarts the phone in the morning, it runs at normal speed. Which of the following should be done throughout the day to best resolve this issue? Uh, uh, A, reset the phone to factory reset. Uh, uninstall any unused apps. Close all running uh, apps and charge the smart phone. I'll give you a couple of seconds to think about it. And the answer is close all running apps. So it seems like there's an app, right? Because if you read it, a user's smartphone runs very slow at the end of the day. So that means there's something from the morning to the end of the day that is causing this. When the user restarts the phone in the morning, it runs normal. Right? Which of the following should be done throughout the day uh, to best resolve this issue? Right? Uh, charging the phone, obviously, it's not going to do it. Um, uninstall any unused app? Maybe. Maybe. Right? It Maybe it's running slow if it's an Android because it's full, right? But that's not it. Reset to the smartphone to factory default. You're not doing that every morning. You're not doing that every morning. So the answer is C, close all running apps. All right. All right. So hopefully you were able to follow along. Hopefully those who are or about to take 1102 are able this, you know, it's a little help for you, right? Um, you know, and wish you best of luck. Again, I want to do kind of like a Zoom or WhatsApp live. Uh, I could do it on a Sunday. I'm free on Sundays. Um, if you anybody's interested, email me, professorjrod at gmail.com.
Tell me that you're interested. I don't want to do it with one person. I think I did it one time last year or twice last year. I got like two, three people. I kind of want to get like a whole group, right? Trying to start a community. You guys know that. I want to get as many people as possible to get certified because this is a way, you know, to make money and change your career. I have a lot of students now uh, taking... I got one huge class of A-plus students, and I have another of Network Plus. So there's a lot of eagerness out there to pass these exams. So, um, again, I am more than willing to help anybody who wants help. So, and, uh, you know, that's kind of like my mission. When I was... You know, thinking about changing careers. This is, you know, somebody helped me, so I want to give back. I didn't think I was going to be in academia. I thought I was going to be in in tech, you know, tech land. But turned out for the better for me. But if you need help, email me, professorjrod at gmail.com. See if we can get a couple of people. Could do it Sunday. You know, we could do it at a time where we can get a lot of people. Um, I get a lot of people from Europe. You know, we can do it in the morning. That way they they can get involved. Um, yeah. So hit me up. Let me know. And we'll see you next time. This has been a presentation of Little Cha Cha Productions, art by Sarah and music by Chocom. You can reach me at professorjrod at gmail.com. I'm also at Instagram at professorjrod.com. 